Facebook, Messenger, Snapchat, Musical.ly. I mainly use it to contact my friends. I don't really care about the number of likes I get. Everyone wants to get a good amount, but it's not that important. G'day, you're listening to This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. At the Opera House, our young thinkers are front and centre of what we do. So we asked a few to help us unpack some big ideas and find out what kids really think. I'm Jennifer Macy and in our final episode of Season 1, we're talking about... Social media! Social media! Social media! (laughs) Social media! Coming up on this episode, how social media has allowed people from all over the world to watch shows at the Sydney Opera House without ever getting on a plane. We know that 90% of the people who interact with us on social media don't live in Sydney, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. And we meet some kids who've designed an app for kids. We put a lot of experience into our apps because we know what children usually like. But first, social media. Do you use it? Do you and your friends talk via Messenger or aren't you allowed to set up an account yet? What do you like about it and what don't you like? I use Instagram, FaceTime and Messages. Instagram and Messages and Snapchat. Oh, I don't use social media. Messages, Instagram and Facebook. Oh, God, I use all of them. Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Messages. I use Instagram. You Snapchat? Oh, I use Snapchat too. FaceTime. And FaceTime. And messages, and that's all I think. Facebook, Messenger, Snapchat. My name's Jaden, and I'm eight. And so, how old do you have to be to be on Facebook? Like, um, 13. Like, no, 13. 18. No, I think it's 18. It's in your teens, but she's very young. She's my brother eight. has she's it. Has it. My sister has it. <laughs> I have it. My name's Ruby, and I'm 12. Instagram. <laughs> what do you do with it? Well, I'm not allowed to post any pictures of myself, which is understandable. So I just post expressive pictures of my feelings and stuff. My name's Geffen and I'm 14. I feel like nowadays, especially on Instagram, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And a lot of that is shown on Instagram. And I learn a lot about the world through that. Like, especially, you know, political stuff going on. Like Trump. Yeah. Hi, my name's Luca and I'm 12. What do you use it for? Just to connect with my friends and see how their lives are going. What do you post on there? Sushi. Yep, sushi because I love sushi like a lot. I post photos of sushi. My name's Chris, I'm 12 and I'm in grade 6. I follow over like 2,000 people and they're mainly just celebrities. My name is Xanthi and I'm 12 years old. At my house, there's not much to do, so I just watch YouTube most of the time. Social media can be good if you live overseas and you want to chat with your friends or something, but it also can be bad because you can use it to bully or be obsessed with followers and likes. I'm Lachlan and I'm 15. When we were doing the Lego robotics, we were talking to a uh, team called Not The Droids You're Looking For. They were one of our team's best friends, I think. They were in America. We've met them in real life. We saw them at the competition after we'd talked to them over social media. It was good to see them, yeah. I'm Jonah and I'm 14. So I use Instagram and Snapchat just to talk to my friends mainly, keep up with some news and memes. <laughs> you know, you are talking about internet safety. Is that something that worries you? 
Yes. My name's Ariel and I'm 12. I'm so scared about that because, like, all my friends say they get hacked and stuff and I'm like, what if that happens to me? That's why I don't post anything that's, like, can be used against me or anything inappropriate. I'm, like, fairly worried because, you know, people can do anything on the internet and you can they can find you from simple things. That's why I wouldn't take photos of myself in my school uniform or silly things like that because people can find where your school is and then use that to locate your area and just, like, it just leads on to a lot of bad things. My mother always told me, don't post things that will affect your job because... She used to be a manager of a store and she used to go through people's Facebook before they accepted their job. And, like, even on each social media, I've always got family following me so they know that I'm safe. My name is Ivy. I'm 10 years old. Well, I think social media is bad, pretty much, because it's just, like, painting a false picture of your identity if, like, you write things that aren't really you. It seems like you're a really... A person who, like, loves pink and, like, things like Justin Bieber, but really you're, like, a tomboy, maybe? There was a person I used to know who was um, obsessed of knowing how many followers I have. Like, like when we were camping, they always used to make sure the internet around and all of that, and they never wanted to go because they always wanted to make sure that they had enough followers. No, obsessed with checking them and all of that. The only thing I like look at is like when I look at pictures, I see how many likes they have. Like when I'm just scrolling down, and when they have like a gazillion, I'm like, wow. But I don't really care. Like it's not something that I take to heart. It's just people who express that they like that photo, and if they don't, that's that's their opinion, you know. My name's Jude, and I'm 12. I use Instagram primarily. I don't really care about the number of likes I get. I mean, everyone wants to get like a good amount, but. It's not that important to me. My name is Alani and I'm 11. I don't care about how many likes I get. It's, I mainly just look at my friend's stuff. That's why I use it, but I don't really post that many things, so I don't really care. My name is Oscar and I'm 10. Well, the police came to our school this year about cyberbullying and really they just say just put like your private settings up and don't put pictures up of yourself. I used to be in a group with a few, about 14 year fives, and they were all bullying this one girl in the group, and basically it got reported to the school, everyone got a note about Instagram and how deadly it can be, and then the principal thanked me for not being involved in it, and the rest of the kids, they got their, I think they got their account shut down, and their device taken off them, because they were bullying this one girl. And I don't think she came to school for um, about a week. I don't know if this was the girl that was getting bullied or whatever, but her mum took her iPad off of her and, like, threw it away or whatever. So the next day she was, like, crying at school. Oh, yeah, she was the one that, one of the people that was bullying, apparently. And then her dad, like, took her iPad away and threw it away and that. I'm Nathan and I'm 13. Well, I haven't had social media for very long, but... If someone is talking, like, pretty bad about you, it's pretty easy just to block them and not just not hear about it, not have to know. I'm Nicola and I'm 14. Social media is always going to have its positives and negatives because our world will always have those people that will use it however they want. But I think it's really easy to get sucked in. So you'll be like, oh, I'll just check this. And then it's so easy to get sucked into this vortex of memes. <laughs> 
Why did the spider go on the computer? I don't know. What did the spider do on the computer? Make a website. <laughs> Why did the iPad stop in the middle of the road? I don't know. Because he wanted to play Crash? <laughs> Arguing with an engineer is a lot like wrestling a pig in the mud. After a couple of hours, you realise that the pig actually likes it. (laughs) In what may be a world first, a group of kids have designed and developed an interactive app for kids. Six kids met with researchers from the University of Wollongong's Early Start Research Centre for six months to co-design the app. At first, they would draw their ideas on butcher's paper and later they would test it, giving critical feedback about what was working and what needed fixing. The orange one's the hardest. On this app called Bug Play, you can move the flowers around and you can tap the bugs and when you do it, a hand shows up with the bug on it. My name is Marnie and I'm seven years old. My little brother liked bugs, so I thought it would be a good idea to make one for him. Children has never designed an app, but we are the first children. <laughs> My name is Henry and I am eight years old. Do you like how yes, it works? Because it, it's the exact same thing we had in our heads on the paper, but just in the actual iPad now to make it more interesting, the app for little kids. Um, if it's too scary, they they would probably not have it. If it's too much things to tap on, there's only meant to be a short amount of things to tap on and do. So that's how we design the app for little kids. My name is Owen and I am seven years old. You can drag your person along the ground while turning it to day and night and you can make the birds move and make them sing. What did you think of the process? Um, I thought it was exciting and fun because we could like make our own apps and then other kids could like buy them on the app store and play them themselves. Do you think your app is different because you designed it rather than a grown-up designing it? My name's London and I'm six years old. I think it's different because not many children design apps. We put a lot of experience into our apps because we are the age of children, so we know what children are usually like. That was Henry, Marnie, Owen and London, part of the group that designed the Tiny Town app for little kids. They've got big plans to design more apps in the future. Most kids tell us they use social media to chat with their friends, but some people have made a career out of it. I think it's the best job at the Opera House. That's Claire Yockham, the social media specialist from the Sydney Opera House. 12-year-old Ariel Scotzer interviewed Claire and asked her exactly what her job involves. We currently have 15 social media profiles at Sydney Opera House. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, a Snapchat, a Google Plus account, TripAdvisor and Weibo, which is a Chinese uh, social media website. So my job, if you can imagine when you come to Sydney Opera House, you can go and see a show or you can take a tour. We actually take all those experiences that you can have physically at the Opera House and we put them online. And we know that 90% of the people who interact with us on social media don't live in Sydney, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. And let's say it is somebody who's sitting in South Africa. Maybe they could never come here. So this is the only way that they can experience what we do. That's really cool. Because it's all over the world, do you have to translate the languages? That's a really good question. We often do. We actually have tools that will do that for us. 
we have a lot of people who visit us from China, so we can actually translate everything that they're typing to us using a Chinese keyboard into English, and we can write back to them. Is it possible to become addicted to social media? Do you think? I think it's absolutely possible. People become quite addicted to like the number of likes that they get, and we're a little bit guilty of this too. If we put something out and it gets, let's say, a thousand likes, and the next thing we put out only gets five hundred, we think, oh, how do we get back to that a thousand likes? So that's how social media can become quite addictive. You sort of get a bit of a rush when you know that people like what you're putting out there. If they post an unkind comment on one of your、um, photos, how do you deal with that? First of all, you have to understand with the internet that everybody's entitled to have their opinion. But in instances where somebody posts something and they're just trying to be a little bit mean, a lot of the time we'll just write back and say, "Thanks very much for your feedback. If you want to talk to us more, here's a way that you can do that." But we just try and not encourage that kind of behaviour. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> do you think social media is changing our lives in a big way? I think it absolutely is because the job that I have now didn't exist back when I was a kid. Normally in life, if you didn't have the internet, the people around you are the only people that you can really talk to. But the internet opens up the world to you. Like we could be chatting to someone in Iran right now, or we could be chatting to someone in South Africa. So when I was in primary school, we obviously weren't allowed to have technology in school time. But since I've gone to high school, people have are spending their lunch times and recess on their phones and interacting via their phone instead of just going up to the person. And it's like really changed. And so, do you think social media is changing the way we talk to each other and affecting how kids、um, play and hang out? I think it definitely is. I have also heard from people who've said that the internet makes them a little bit less shy, so they feel that they can write things to their friends that they couldn't say to their face, which is a great thing. But it's also really important, especially as you're sort of developing your sense of self and you're making your friends, that you're actually taking time to speak face to face and to do fun things during your downtime. Because, because otherwise, you sort of your life is all filtered through a screen. What's the next social media platform? Do you think? If I had to guess, I think as it moves on. Probably video sites are going to be the biggest things. Like YouTube is huge, and Facebook's huge, and Instagram's moving into video. So I think that's where things are going to shift. And that's been this Kid Life, a podcast for kids, produced by the Sydney Opera House. Share it with your friends. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you liked it, give us a high five in the ratings. Thanks so much to Claire Yockham, the social media specialist at the Sydney Opera House, and a big thanks to Ariel Scotzer for conducting the interview. Do a search for Sydney Opera House on your favourite social media platforms to see what else we're up to, and click like on the Kids at the House Facebook page to keep up to date with all the kids content produced at the Sydney Opera House. Thanks so much to Henry, Marnie, Owen, and London, and the researchers who designed the Tiny Town app at the University of Wollongong's Early Start Research Institute. Thanks to Peter Daysen who composed the title track, and thanks to producer Chasm for the extra tunes. Thanks especially to all the kids who took part in this episode, and thank you for listening. That was our final episode for this season. We hope you enjoyed it. Till next time, I'm Jennifer Macy. Thank you for interviewing me. Thank you. I enjoyed talking to you. That was that was fun. Thank you. You're welcome. No worries. <laughs>